there's only one thing in this world that is granted to all equally and that is an unequal reality the act of taking from others is tantamount to evil from the moment we are born we continually take something from others life is a succession of committing sin life is evil itself i am conscious that i am evil and so are all of you now come kill me and i shall do the same hello and welcome to another episode of anime jones your favorite anime podcast where we talk all things anime to our heart's content and i am your favorite radio popsicle and cruise captain sugar taichu at your service welcoming you aboard to the anime jones cruise ship for another exciting voyage i'm welcoming you once again okay so today i'll be giving you like a personal review on one of the most most anticipated anime movies that is um the demon slayer mugen train arc movie and funny how how we like had to wait for more than like eight months to finally see this movie and trust me it was worth every second of every day that we had to wait for it for like very very few animes actually get me excited like to this point but damn like i mean damn what a watch that was what a watch like for an anime that is considered to be like overrated for some people like a lot of people i know like quite a number of people actually feel like he wasn't doing like quite enough but man they did a wonderful job of pitching the shonen genre to us the fans like if you watch shonen a lot you'll be familiar with the usual archetypes and plots that there is like you're almost so familiar it gets tiring it gets boring but we all know that what makes shonen great to watch are the fight scenes the actual fights the destructions sometimes the gore when we're talking about gore we're talking about animes like doro drifters I, I don't i can't really like mention a lot more but yeah that's what we live for that is exactly what we want to see the fight scenes and to be very honest demon slayer didn't really like or necessarily deviates from like the usual plots and archetypes and shit in fact is pretty much the same but what makes it really really compelling has to be that it's being done with so much precision and pinpoint accuracy that it just can't miss you just have to love it not like you have a choice you just have to love it it just can't from the characters although i have like a bit of a problem with one of them to the music to the graphics to the fight scenes especially the fight scenes oh my god 
what other word can I use? Orgasmic, breathtaking. Like for those of you who actually who had the audacity to put Mapa and Ifo table on the same level, <laughs> I'm really sorry to bust your bubbles, but nah, they are not meats. Not in any way. They are not meats in any way at all. If 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 a table is on level hundred, Mapa is still at Mapa is still at sixty-five. No jokes. Yeah, they are not mates. If a table has to be like the goat of studios. No cap. It has to be like the goat of studios. Like even Demon Slayer doesn't exactly do enough justice to just how good a studio info table is you should actually see the fake series i'm talking from fake zero to stay night unlimited blade works season one and two then to apocrypha even to the grand order you have to see these five scenes you have you just have to see them like you see their movies too you are going to be blown away. You'd almost think that, oh, their budget is unlimited. They do such a fucking good job. They do a really good job. And it leaves you very, very excited. Like, it leaves you really excited. Demon Slayer is like the actual embodiment of what shonen is it's not doing too much is that neither is he doing too little it's going exactly all together at first at first i had a problem like grasping rengoku i mean the flame asher i had a problem grasping him or rather should i say i had a hard time reading him i felt at first glance you could tell like it was really strong yeah we know i had like his strong sense of justice but that was it nothing more you you could not peep into his characterization he gave off no no sign of emotional imbalance if you look at the other actions you can tell that you can tell what type of if you are to use like um type of characters we have in human beings you'd easily tell who and who is who but rengoku was it was so balanced it was everything was just accurate it was appropriate so it didn't really give much space for you to be able to analyze him and I'm pretty sure like that was part of the plan because when you cannot read something it leaves you curious it makes you intrigued so you tend to you tend to keep on you tend to go on with it and that I actually really understand but then like it was just it was just I don't know I just had the I had the hard time trying to really grasp him up until not up until 
they showed the flashback scene and then we were seeing his conversations with Tanjiro and that was when I kind of like okay okay then okay maybe I'm understanding this guy and to me I kind of felt like Rengoku was just like a hot version of the water asher that's um Giyu Tomioka that that one too is always almost bland you can't seem to like get a reading on him and it kind of keeps you intrigued you want to you want to actually see where it goes you want to see where it ends and that's that that's them just doing a good job of trying to keep a hold of the fans do you get and oh like i said earlier i had a problem with one of the characters and that was Zenitsu. I'm pretty sure like it was more of just trying to like put in some relief and humor and shit like that but I feel I feel like Zenitsu is too extra a character. It's probably just me talking and shit like that but I feel it's too extra a character. I feel like they need to cut down on the because if you look at it, there's no way we all know is an amazing demon slayer, no doubt. We all know, even we know. It's just that those lapses, those lapses are way, way too much. Yeah, it's almost like, oh, every time before he does something amazing, he's always too scared. And I don't know. We saw that all through season one, and it just it kind of became a little too much for me. That and that's just me. That's just me saying, but I'm pretty sure like that's that's like the intended purpose. Do you get like that's what they want us to see? But this is just my like my opinion. Like so now going back to like the fight scenes. If I were to read them on a scale of one to ten, ah, a solid nine. A solid, cause damn, damn. As I was watching, I was getting so excited. Like, I was, I was feeling it. I was really, really feeling it. The part where, the part where. Tanjiro and Yorotsuke were fighting the lower five demons. I kind of like felt like they had it a bit too easy, if you ask me. It was a very tough fight, and the fight was the fighting was top notch. But it kind of felt a bit a bit too easy. It kind of felt like maybe because that was not supposed to be the main highlight of the movie. Do you understand? Like, but it kind of like felt, it felt a bit too easy. And just when they thought like they were let off easy, boom, they get surprised by an upper moon demon. How unlucky can you get exactly? How unlucky do you have to be for you to encounter a lower five demon, I mean, a lower moon demon? And also, an upper moon demon, in the same, in the space of the same day, the same night. 
yeah you have to be very unlucky like you you just have to be very unlucky and that was where like that that was where i gave my heart up to Rengoku because that fight was evenly matched damn what a fight bloody hell that was a fight to remember like that that the fighting god if a table if a table did a very good job they did a very good job that fighting would give you shivers because it was the fight was going in an ascending order the quality just kept going higher it kept going higher it kept going higher and more so the fight kind of like it kind of like reminded me of the futilities of life like it reminded me of how fickle life can be at some point anyway because the the demon rengoku was fighting just kept regenerating he kept regenerating so it was almost like even as amazing as the fight was it was almost like rengoku wasn't even doing much but time after time rengoku kept taking hits after hits after hits at some point he had broken ribs he could no longer use one of his eyes i think he had broken one of his arms or something and akaza was just there regenerating in fact akaza even had the time to even be talking to him and it was just there regenerating i'm like nah man <laughs> no this is just unfair but exactly that's what they want you to know life is not fair you see people working their asses off they are giving it their all they are using all their might and strength to chase something and even as much as they are giving everything every fiber of their being they still somehow manage to not get it i mean life's unfair life has never been fair but that just it kind of like just reminds you that for some of us there will always be a gap there's always there's there will always be some sort of disparity and there's always somebody somewhere who because of some extra advantage everything just goes according to plan like I, they, that's just like the analogy i'm choosing to use do you understand but i know that you guys you guys understand me so now to look at that you, you know that overwhelming feeling of despair that 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 is that is crushing and that was what rengoku's death represented you know when you when you when you chase something 
with all your being like that is the only thing that you want and somehow somehow you manage to lose it that that crushing and overwhelming feeling of despair you might never be able to recover from it if you get what i'm saying and that is exactly Orengoku's death represented because if he could have held out a little bit longer if he had managed to keep Akaza with him a little bit longer till the sun rose a bit more that would have been the end Akaza would have died with him and somehow somehow it would have been satisfying to say the least but then Akaza got away and he still died and that is it because even in the end even as good and as strong as he was he still lost he still lost but even though he lost we all know he fulfilled his duty like he said it's amazing how like everything happened and they managed to suffer zero casualties apart from Rengoku himself the main highlight the main highlight of the movie for me was had to be when Inosuke was trying to like cheer up Tanju, tell him not to cry. You know, the way Inos- for those of you that have seen Demon Slayer, the first season, Inosuke is a very loud mouth, very loud character. And he's trying to cheer, and Inosuke is, and he's trying to cheer up Tanjiro, but he's also shedding tears. They are all crying. Zenitsu, all of them are crying. Even the crow, the crow that observes and reports events. We saw, we saw the tears. And that, that was it for me because like, they managed to convey their emotions over to us, the fans. We saw how the crow went from Ashera to Ashera up until their master. We saw all their different reactions. We saw everything. We took it all in. And that, that was it. That was it. You, you, could, you would feel the pain, the grief, the sorrow. We were feeling everything. And that was not even the best part. That was not even the best part. And the movie has come to an end. The movie has come to an end. And the ending song just hits you. You wouldn't even realize that you were crying up until you hear that song. The moment the ending song kicked in, that was when I realized that I had tears on my face. 
and that was it that was the perfect ending like i don't know whoever the person that composed and sang that song is i am saying a very big thank you because that ending song was perfect it was perfect it was just the perfect ending it was just the best way to end it and that was that was that was it for me that was just it so if i'm like to give my final rating i would give the monthlier the movie i'd give it a solid solid nine if you have not seen the movie you really should it should be on your watch list because it's going to be worth every second of your time and you are going to and you're going to love it you are really really going to love it and with that i bring the ship to a halt but before i go i'd like to like recommend some animes for so-called newbies and noobs who just want to try what anime is you understand so um if you want to see animes you should see death note if you have not seen death note you should see death note you should see code gears that's two you should see krokono basket as um for those of you that love sports you should see krokono basket you should see erased I think that's for now. Death Note, Code Gears, Kurokono Basket, Erased. That's for. You should also see um, Jujutsu Kaisen. Although, yeah, Jujutsu is pretty new, but it's also pretty good. You should see Jujutsu Kaisen. And I think that's about that. That's, that's five. Yes. Death Note, Code Gears, Kurokono Basket erased and jujutsu kaisen so yes that's that is that so yeah that's it from me your cruise captain i go by the name sugar taicho once again so please follow listen and share my links everywhere you go and yeah before i go before i go i know you some of you all are probably wondering what it is the quotes that I said at the beginning of this show. If you know, if you know where it came from, you can send you can send me a voice message. My link will be in the description. Send me a voice message. If you get it, you just might you just might be getting something. There are two different quotes. If you notice, there was a pause in between the two. If you do know it, send me a voice message. So, yeah. So, stay safe. Till next time. Arigato.